not only around the marijuana I, I was smoking and the booze I was drinking, but it became centered around Satan. Although Satanism is more obvious in the lyrics of groups like Megadeth, Slayer, Venom, and Iron Maiden. In St. Petersburg, Florida recently, satanic symbols filled the air at this concert by Danish-born King Diamond. How much can you influence kids? I think people are too clever to be influenced by watching a band or listening to an album to go out and do the same, because if they were that easy to influence, watching the news, you get the real thing, and everybody knows that, right into your living room. Personally, I am a Satanist, a practicing Satanist, but we never try to preach that religion to anybody. Save that for the pot, indeed. Welcome, super secret tippy tap eighteen, Murray. Only if you're only people who can hear this, or you know you're evil. Yeah, it's true. If you can hear this right now, you're in. You're in deal with the devil. Yeah, you're, you're in line you're with them. You're evil. Yeah. In league with Satan, as Venom would say. You're somebody who likes to eat babies, poop out. Uh, who uh, doesn't? Uh, Christians and um, what else do they not like? You hate our new uh, Supreme Court nominee. Yeah, a- a- I do because I'm not going to have health care because of that cunt. So yeah. fuck her. She is literally the worst <sighs> coney to ever enter Michigan. <laughs> I ain't eating that coney. I ain't eating that coney either. <laughs> sure. Did I you... bet it smells like onions. She had a case. But... <laughs> I have to say one more thing about this. Huh? I had all. Maria, I had three pates of material on her. I'm going to whittle it down to one. She had a case come to her where uh, a supervisor of a black gentleman. Yelled at this black gentleman that he was a stupid N-word and he doesn't belong in the human race. And it came to ACB's court and she said, no, that's not harassment at all. That's not a hostile work environment for them. Well, we don't know what Tony used. He could that's have been point. very cheery. That could, that's a good point. He could have been joking. He could have said ah instead of er. Griff. <laughs> The proverbial we op- no sell. We open with the now classic Geraldo Rivera Satanic Panic special. I remember watching this when it aired. I, I must say 86. That must have been awesome. Uh, it probably at that time probably terrified me. I wasn't. I back then. I wasn't. I didn't. Oh, you embra- I didn't embrace the left hand path back then. Oh, okay. I okay. was still an indigent child. Well, I it he got some stuff wrong because 
I don't know if you knew this, Griff, but I did grow up in one of those 80s cities that was run by a satanic cult. They were all over America in the 80s. I don't know what happened, what was in the water. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say lead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Griff, and there was, it was all over the, the talk shows, even like Queen Oprah would, ha- would give credence to this bullshit. Queen Oprah? Well, Oprah's a queen, man. Her and Beyonce. It's new to me. Um, yeah, so they would let these mentally ill people on these shows, and they would say, like, I live in a city that's run by Satanists. I was, it's usually women, and they were forced, impregnated, so that the babies could be sacrificed to Satan. Murray, the context is a little different, but the the parallels I'm hearing here... Does it sound familiar? It sinks right up. How about if I said everything in that and I said Hillary Clinton had something to do with it? Would that ring a bell at all? Well, I already know Hillary Clinton had something to do with it. That's that's a given. Well, it started in the 80s. Yeah. But she kept it going. Yeah. Basically... All the shit that if you and it's on uh, the whole thing's on uh, YouTube. If you want to watch the Geraldo Rivera, we just yeah. gave you a little tidbit. Yeah, you see, you see, people have forgotten about uh, Satan and his evil will, and they don't realize this document. The footage is documented, and it's on YouTube, which of course is the most reliable resource. And you should always follow anything you hear on My YouTube. My favorite part of it, and uh, we get actually get into it in the Chips episode. Oh we're man, cover is backtracking. Backtracking. Where people went to all this expense and tar- effort. And the- Ozzy is on this special. And he's he. I think he dropped the line. It was actually a pretty good line. Where he's like, I can't even conjure myself out of bed, much less the Satan. <laughs> but at this time, there were bands like Venom and Merciful Fate out there who were saying, forward, we worship Satan, <laughs> drink baby's blood. Uh, of course, they were doing shtick. But like... Why are you wasting your time looking for backwards shit in Ozzy Osbourne albums? My the, my favorite was Kiss because, as far as I know, Kiss never said anything. They're, all their songs are about fucking and partying. Yeah. I don't know how they got pegged as the satanic band. I mean, the imagery of Gene Simmons spitting up the blood and blowing fire. I think that's just the... the they it's, promoted, how, that's, it's called being an idiot. That's what it is. They promoted themselves so well and people were terrified by it. I mean... Well, that's just how lazy these motherfuckers are. There are genuine bands out there who would say, like, worship Satan, but they, they didn't have gold records. So yeah. apparently they're not dangerous. But the bands that do so and... Don't have messages of Satanism, but you think do. Right. They're well, no. the danger. It's the one you hear about. Of course, you're going to target everything. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it started with Alice Cooper, then it went to Kiss, then it went to Ozzy. And none of these people are Satanists. But, I mean, you heard it right in that footage there. King Diamond admits. Well, I'm out here. He is the bubbliest guy. So when you're trying to interview he's, him. Because he's the Levian Satanist, which has nothing to do with Satan at all. Yeah. I just love it, though. He's just like, yeah, you know, I practice Satan, but I don't go out there telling people to be a Satanist. And yeah, well, we know it, we learned that's bullshit, according to Geraldo. The bull. Oh, God. Geraldo. All I know, like, I never experienced Geraldo, of course, growing up. I just know him for the mustache that, like, it never seemed to end. It like went from his if his under his nose to his ears. Like it was so yeah. long, and it didn't. It just went straight over. It's the equator and of I his love, head. I uh, Mister. Uh, he was actually super liberal dude, but as soon as Fox started waving that money underneath his nose because nobody else wanted that fucking creep on their TV, he became conservative and like really? loves Trump now. Huh? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't conservative back in the day. 
Wow. Got your nose broken by a skinhead live on TV. Really? Yeah. You do your research, Griff. Hey, I don't do my own research. Yeah, you would have... Yeah, it was... I don't know. It just seemed like it was... Talk shows were funner back then because they'd have Satanists and skinheads on all the time. <laughs> it was like, but it was like real, legitimate heat. And it wasn't we were... that fake shit like Jerry Springer. Fuck Jerry Springer and that fake. Oh shit. yeah, hundred percent. Especially because he he helped usher in the horrible era of wrestling because uh, that's where Russo got a lot of his ideas uh, from. So uh, yeah, that's a that's a f- interesting special. Uh, Anton Lavey's daughter Zena, I think, is on it, and it's funny how the only. Heavy metal, because Satanists, well, the Church of Satan, I'm not saying Satan, I'm not giving you a blanket statement of Satanists, they're, none of them are fans of heavy metal, and they're like, we, we don't endorse this shit, we think it's garbage, <laughs> except King Diamond did get a pass from Anton LaVey, he, they did meet, and King Anton LaVey goes, you're alright, so he got the acceptance of the Church of Satan. Interesting. So we give a little shout out to King. Uh, which brings us to our uh, Chips episode, which I need has a very know. similar character. One more sidebar. How yeah. does Anton Maiden feel about Satan? Who? Anton Maiden. Anton Maiden? Well, he's dead, so I have no idea. But before he died, I mean, was he was like, maybe he was in a pack with the devil? Cause those, maybe he killed himself. Those hits are, are, are just, they're, they're absolutely hits. Yeah. Like, you, you know, everyone... I don't know. It sounds like we need to have a Devil's Night uh, seance. Well, well Murray, we do have Anton, to... Anton, I'm calling you. Do you hear me? Oh, my God, Griff! Our notes are moving. Wait, I'm moving it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, Chips, I would love to believe that the character of Moloch in this Chips episode, the fa- world-famous satanic panic episode of Chips, I'd love to believe he was based on King Diamond, but no, I think this episode came out before... Uh, Merciful Fate ever had an album. So yeah. I'm going to go and say Gene Simmons was the basis. Since he basically has the Gene Simmons makeup just red. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I wish it was King Diamond influence just because obviously we're both huge King Diamond fans. Right. But we have to deal, except that it's it's a kiss. Influence. We have to deal with the Knights devil. in Satan's service, as we all know KISS stands for. Yeah. I heard that from that Detroit Rock City movie. But I don't know. I thought, Griff, we were through with the Satanic Panic shit. I'm really disappointed that it's coming back with this QAnon horse shit. And uh, vaccines and um, uh, GMOs. And there's a, there's a lot of different it things. It proves that dumb never goes away. Dumb never. But it's, it's board brains, usually. It's a lot of board brains that seem to come up with this shit. Yeah, I mean, there's so much real shit going on. I don't like I said, like I was talking about the backmates. There's so much real shit, real corruption in your fucking face, slapping you with their dick in your face, and we're just like, but how about this this bullshit? How about this? Look our, into this shit. Our homeboy USPS master, uh, DeJoy, he just awarded to the company he used to work for a five million dollar contract. Right. So there, there's all kinds of things yeah, like that. Yeah, a guy happening. who has heavily invested in like Federal Express and all this shit yeah. is running our post office. That, and he's that ha- makes sense. Handing off huge contracts to the people, you know, he, companies he's still probably invested yeah, in. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's corruption that we can see. Yeah. So ignore that. Yeah, adrenochrome, however. Give me the imaginary corruption. Let's talk adrenochrome. I, you know, I, I saw a Satanist the other day. He's clearly a part of the dark cabal, uh, the deep state. And I saw him literally take a child, snatch it out of the street, and I saw him break the child over their knee, just like Christopher Reeves in that South Park episode, and just slurped up their adrenochrome right there. It was crazy. Saw that. I heard that Trump did that. That's why he doesn't have COVID. Yeah. That, that's, but that's okay, because he didn't kill the baby. 
He didn't. He just sucked out the stem cells. And actually, I heard the baby was born of a Satanist, so they were actually doing the world a favor. If there was ever time to abort a fetus, it's when it's from a Satanist. So, in a... In a way, What's the logic? You're like saving the soul because it's going to be, when it's born, yeah. it's going to be sacrificed. Yeah. So if you abort it, you're saving the soul because it's not being killed for Satan? Exactly. See, what happens is uh, they they bring the woman in for the ultrasound, and they lay her down, they jelly her up, and they start you know rubbing the thing on her. And when they realize it's a Satanist, just like how when Anton Maiden talked to you, you just moved your paper around here that yeah. no one could see, just me and you. Uh, that's they have doctors come in and start moving shit around. They're like, oh yeah, this baby's definitely a Satanist, and that's that's what they do. So they eject the baby, they abort it with a hanger, rusty, if they can find it, and uh, yeah, that's how they get rid of it. And then Trump that's cracked it like an omelet over his the face. Scary part is that's going to become part of QAnon's like rap right now. We just made that shit up. Off, on the spot, and now we're going to hear that. We made it up. We've witnessed this. Oh, we do our own research. Chips, on I, the other I, hand. Chips. <laughs> Where did that one go? We start right at a fucking Moloch show. We got It's like a Trump rally. We got our protesters. We got our lovers of Moloch. No one's wearing a mask. Yeah. And it is really weird to see like people get together now without masks. It's just so ingrained now because that's a reality. And they're just like Moloch is evil, and they just want to kill him. They want to destroy him. Yeah, there's there's Moloch is the devil, and then on the other side there's Moloch three sixteen. Moloch uh, make me a baby or two. You know, it's, it's, it's an outdoor. But I will say it's an outdoor venue, so it they're is. not going to spread COVID. Yes, yes, it it, it is a all the protest. kids are loving. It. It's just a square parents there because they just don't get it man moloch is the future hey they're the bored parents you know they just hear a couple things on geraldo and they're like oh that's got to be true so we get this ladies and gentlemen from the very depths of hell moloch oh, and he good. just comes out and he's just rocking and beautiful set of long curly like early uh uh i can't think of the led zeppelin guys hair. robert plant robert plant beautiful curly hair he's got just like the belt buckle he's letting the he's, he's got no, he's covered up red he's, jumpsuit yeah he's in he's in a full like evil knievel jumpsuit and he's got the gene simmons makeup like literally they just copied gene simmons makeup but they made it red hey it's hard to be creative with makeup and he's just he's just Eating it up. He's fucking the floor. And he's just doing all this sick shit. A lot of Murray, you'll know this name. I don't know if a lot of people will, but you got to look this guy up. He's doing a lot of Jim Dandy moves. He is hot and he is nasty. I wanted to see him get the washboard out. I was waiting for that fucking washboard. And I want to point out, very ahead of his time, he has a, not only does he have a woman in his band, she's playing guitar. Yeah. Not bass. Yeah. Guitar. That, they trusted that, her. That is with very, a guitar. That is that's six productive. strings. That's two more than a woman can handle usually. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But she's held holding her own. No, she's firing off those riffs big time. And he and then he does his the, the crowd pleasing move that everyone waits for a month. That spit in the flames. Mm-hmm. He takes a little swig off the little urns, the little Undertaker urn he's got. Yeah. With a little juggalo symbol it's on beautiful. it. It's beautiful. It's like a milk like the old milk glass bottle they used to leave at your door, but they they've got a brown one. They put like a nice little Danzig skull thing on there. 
And you know poison's in there when you got a skull on a jug. It's got to be poison. He's singing his, his hit song, Devil Take Me. We're just, what, let's listen to a little bit of that for a second. That's just good. That's Riff. just good shit. I feel the devil. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. It's so creepy and scary. I love that they're cutting to the audience, and it's just like B footage of like random outdoor concerts. It's not this concert. I it, remember there was a guy that looked like Lemmy that was rocking out. There, it looks like they got this at like Woodstock or something because it's it's a lot of hippies and shit. And it's just it's it just exudes evil. The yeah. song. You heard it. You guys heard it. There's no backtracking need necessary. So aside from... I want to kill a baby right now, Griff. <laughs> aside from the fact that it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon, birds are flying, rainbows are everywhere, this feels satanic and evil as all hell. Really? So that's when our boys, Bobby and Pawn, show up. Yeah, who the fuck is this Bobby guy? I, I know John. I guess John must have left to, to go on to... Bigger and better things. Really? You, I didn't recognize that. John was in. John was a guy who hated punk rock in our punk rock episode. Okay. Who didn't trust punk rock. Okay. Remember? No. So we got this goof named Bobby. Did you like his nickname, though? No. What was his name? You didn't catch his, his fucking nickname is Hot Dog. <laughs> no, that's what he called him all the time. Because he. No, in, when I looked at IMDb, he's listed as John Hot Dog or Bobby Hot Dog I, Hernandez. I, don't know, I think that was just somebody fucked up. I think no. that's, I think that's Ponch's like derisive nickname. For yeah, him. but still, it's his nickname. But that just shows how little respect Poncha, because he he had John. That was his partner for years, and this douche Bobby shows up. It's a little light Bobby ribbing. Bobby Nelson. It's light ribbing, okay? And they arrive because. Of course he needs a police escort because everyone wants to fuck or kill Moloch. Oh, yeah. And so they 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 pull right up to the side stage where the hearse is on the stage, by the way. The si- it's, it says 666. It's got fucking Moloch's face on the hood. It's a awesome couple horribly thing. painted like skulls and shit. It's it's awful. It's an awful paint job. It looks, it looks like a child did it. And they meet up with Bobby's manager, Vincent, played by Peter Marshall, who... Uh, Little, little connection to another Tippy Tap episode. We did. Peter Marshall was the host of Hollywood Squares. Griff. Oh shit! Paul Lind. I thought he looked familiar, and, and it's because I watched all that. And shit. here's a little uh, bonus fun fact: him and his wife were in, were swingers. Oh, you know they say that's uh, dipping in the devil's playground keeps a marriage spicy. Mm. 
and he's just like, oh, yeah, it's it's great. Great guys are going to be here. Uh, Ponch and fucking Bobby, they don't get it. They don't know. They're cops. They don't get it. So they're just like, hey, anybody want any barbecue? And they see him spit the flames. Yeah. They're just they're just goofing on Moloch. I, I, I see the concern start taking over uh, Ponch's face because he's hearing these lyrics. And we know from our previous Chips episode, which is highly awarded and yet still highly underrated somehow. I don't uh, know how that happens, but it does. Yeah, but Ponch... A music lover, a musician himself, he's hearing these lyrics and he's like, "This is this isn't what we should be uh, uh, putting into these kids' ears. This is very concerning." No, so you, but you, no, Ponch it still is kind of open. It was always John's role to be the fucking Murray, joy, killjoy. You got to go review that footage. No. Sir. He's biting he's his lip. He's definitely nervous. He's nervous, but he, he has. But a, he believes in the First Amendment. Okay. An artistic expression and everything. He needs. He's an artist himself. He, he just needs. He to, was the one who put a hat on a hat. I I understand. <laughs> I love that you did that. But he needs. He just needs to talk to Malik. But until then, he's he's nervous. Review. So Vincent, he's just like, look, this guy's been touring the world nonstop. He just plays one song. His whole concert's one song. One song. Devil take me. Yeah. And but he literally pulls up his car to an outdoor venue, plays the song, gets in his car, and drives away. <laughs> right? He's a billionaire. May, that's, a, he's a, that's called being both of all leaving in the morning more. Yes, and being a showman. Yes. So yes, he just drives right off the stage, leaves his band behind, leaves them behind, takes off. Doesn't matter. No one gives a shit about the and then Vincent's like, "Well, there's your escort. Go!" And so Punch and Bobby take off. They do a very, very slow police escort down the freeway. Oh, yeah. And as most as we do when we're driving, we're listening to our own podcast. Yes. Moloch's listening to his own music. Yes. Got the fucking tape, that little tail tape deck in there, 1982 tape deck. And he's like, he's enjoying it. He's like, hmm. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hear, Moloch must die. Next thing you and know, and he's like, "I didn't put that in there." He's freaking out. He's trying to eject. Well, the then tape. red smoke just starts billowing yeah. into into the car, not out of the car. He's trying to eject the tape, and he's looking down into the right because that's how vehicles work. And he's seeing that smoke is starting to billow up, and he's like trying to steer, but the steering wheel doesn't work. Anymore. He's trying to hit the brakes. Trying, he's trying to fucking pull the key out. <laughs> right, nothing. Doing everything. Nothing. He can. And uh, Ponch, being the genius that he is, notices, hey, there's red smoke coming out. Yeah, of there. they're be, they're ahead of him. And, you know, they're on their motorcycles, so it's not like they have big mirrors or anything to look into. So it just so happens that they turn around and notice it. So, like, being the hero cop that he is, Ponch goes, I got to rescue this guy. Follow me. So they both pull up, Bobby and Ponch, right alongside the car. They put the tape in fast forward for this to make it look fast. Ponch is like, hold my bike. Yep. So we get a very big close-up on uh, Bobby, hot dog, as I like to call him, grabbing his, grabbing his handlebar to hold his motorcycle. I wonder how viable that is. That doesn't seem – that seems very dangerous. That, well, of course it's incredibly dangerous. I just mean like could a guy riding a motorcycle hold another motorcycle steady? No, because you, you – well, I don't know which is which. One has yes. the brake, one has the throttle. Yeah. So one of them's going to get – so clearly right. he got the throttle one, was holding it forward, so it kept moving with him because he wasn't dragging it. Uh, that's why there's California Highway <laughs> Patrol and we're not. This is the shit they're teaching him. So Ponch is like, 
I don't know what he was trying to do. I thought he was going to leap in the car and drive it or something. I, yeah, because he like gets on it, he swings his lights in it, then he swings over. Because he's like, over. open the window, Mark's like, I don't know what's going on, nothing's working. He's panicking. And then like we think he's going to dive in. Like, no, he's not. He's just going to grab Moloch. Yeah. He like repositions himself back on his bike, reaches in, grabs <laughs> Moloch from the driver's seat, and thankfully Moloch is maybe 100 pounds wet. So he just grabs him by his collar and rips him out and places him on the bike in front of him. No, no. He says, you ride, bitch. And he put Moloch on the back. Sure. I mean, if you want to review the tape again, but we'll go with your your interpretation of this. And then they just slowly get off the exit ramp. Yep. They let the they let the fucking hearse cruise Car. off and explode. It, just bursts, it hits a fence and explodes. Well, of course, there was gas cans in the back. And then... Uh, he was probably just touring Michigan, where we, of course, the Motor City, uh, as we discussed in our uh, probably highly underrated episode of... Uh, what was that that we did there? We just did it 10 Crow. minutes ago. Crow. The Crow, yeah. Yeah, uh, Detroit, we just have gas cans everywhere. So he probably had some souvenir gas cans, which, of course, were full of gas. And so uh, Vincent shows up with all the record execs. And then behind them, these reporters, because they're chasing after. They're always looking for a story, fake news. Yep. Moloch passed out. Yeah. And he comes to. Yeah, Poncha's shaking him awake. You know, paintbrushing him very lightly, though. Very lightly. He's just brilliant, sparkling teeth. And he's Mm. like, are you an angel? Mm. Poncha's like. No, I'm better than an angel. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican, even though I'm my name's Frank Poncharello. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Peter's like, baby, Pollock, baby, how you doing? You, you're okay. And he's like, I'm okay. I'm all right. But I'm I'm, no, I'm just, I just, I don't, I don't know what's, what happened. I it just, the brakes, they weren't working. And then a, a fake news guy immediately concocts a story. You're cursed. Yeah. That's the Moloch curse. Yeah. Devil wants to kill you. Yeah, even though you're a servant of Satan, you're an emissary, much like Spider Man. You're an emissary of hell. <laughs> Spider Man, you are cursed. And we just we close out on that dumb look because uh, our man Moloch is the master of looking very dumb and confused. Yes, and we'll get to Nobody we'll br- it, we'll burn that bridge when we get there in a little while. But there's a reason that this guy has mastered this look. We get. The greatest shot. Right they, don't, out, they don't use the shot enough. Right out of shows. the commercial break. And so you know this is some good shit right here, pal. We just see a bunch of paws pawing at a big old bowl of candy corn. Giant. This is like a 45-gallon bucket of candy corn. Or as I call it, the devil's candy because it's it's garbage. It's, it's like a ball of wax. It's the worst. A big bowl full of wax chiclets. What is the flavor of candy corn supposed to be? Shit. <laughs> corn, I'm assuming. And who the fuck wants to eat corn flavored candy? I mean, like we, candy corn, well, there's something wrong well, with you. Hey, Murray, 89% of our sugar now is corn syrup. Yeah, but it don't taste like corn. And they're just, these cops are just, it just you know, def- I, I, I watched this and I go, defund the police now after I saw that. Because they're just, just pouring it in their fucking pie holes. They're double dipping. Like, they're sticking their whole. Hands in their mouth to make sure and they don't lose one. they're just like, that Moloch guy, what a fucking asshole. Haunted cassette tape. Fuck that guy. 
This guy, there is, except one guy, Ponch. Yeah. He's taking it seriously. He's the one serious cop. Well, Ponch happens to be a big wrestling fan like us. So he's just like, no, I'm not. I, saw those, I saw those facials on uh, that Mola kid. That You can't fake that kind of shit, hot dog. Those are real facials. And they're like, making. come on, Ponch. There's no such thing as a haunted cassette tape. He never saw Trick or Treat, one of another highly underrated episodes. Uh, incredibly highly underrated episodes. And while that's going on, our little nerd Harlan, who who fixes the bikes, comes in. Hey, guys, I need the names who's going to be at the Halloween party. And like a frat party in an 80s movie, you know, these are, he's the nerd coming in. So they're all just like... Yeah, uh, I gotta go wash my hair tomorrow. I, I won't be there. I, yeah, they yeah, need. So, uh, there's a lot of soft maybes going around. Laundry. I thought about maybe making a paella. Even the nerd captain's like, ah, I got better shit to do. So we get this, this shit's getting tense. And you know what, Murray? When a scene's about to get tense, there's the perfect release. Grossman. Didn't we? I think we pointed out in our last time we did Chip's episode, Grossman is obviously like a make a wish thing. He's not a real cop. Like, you could tell if you watch this on Laserdisc, you can see he's got a cardboard badge. Yeah. Like, he's like a. He's Andy in Twin Peaks, where it's like. He's just a simpleton. Yeah. And so we're like, there's no way they give that guy a real gun. And he walks in. At first, I thought there was an accident in Vinny's with the fucking nachos. I thought he had nacho cheese all over himself. I, I thought he did a spice, uh, pumpkin spice uh, nacho cheese sandwich, which, of course, in the fall is a banger. Everybody loves the spice. Sp- pumpkin. You, you could put pumpkin spice in anything, and it just it makes it amazing. I can't even say it because the flavor profile is so profound. It just blows your mind. But no, he's covered in pumpkin guts. Yep. And we, get, we see some other cat hauling in. I think the guy who replaced uh, Worf, because Worf's not on this episode. That's either. right, he isn't. Just another yeah. generic black guy. And he's hauling in this little street tough name, oh. Flippy. Flippy. Oh, I'm my guessing God. that's like short for Felipe. Yeah. And he's like, they go with me, pig. Fuck you. And they're like, whoa, little man. Because obviously we pointed out, Ponch, even though he's got an Italian name, is Puerto Rican. Yes. So he, well, he's Mexican. He's, he's something. And he bonds with his kid. Yeah, it, it's interesting because... He sees Gro- a little punch in him. Grossman is... Pun- Maybe it's his kid. Who knows? Grossman is full uh, Blue Lives Matter right now. <laughs> He's like, this little motherfucker tried to murder me. He was yelling ACAB. He was saying, fuck the police. He had a bunch of little friends. They had guns. He they had legit Antifa guns. forever. Yep. And the kid's like, hey, man. Look, man. All I wanted to do was put some pumpkins in the road and smash them. I'm just trying to celebrate Halloween. Fun, Chris, Chris, fun fact. Young Billy Corrigan watched this episode and got the name for his band Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. From right this there. episode. That's beautiful. Put that on the That IMDb. explains why the drummer in the band's name is Flippy. It was a call, that was a callback to this, mm. Murray. And so he's like, is he who? That's all we did in the 80s, Griff. We would just throw f- produce in the street and watch people smash it. That's why we love Gallagher so much. <laughs> and so, like, so, uh, Ponch is like, you've never put produce in the street, Grossman? I used, we used to put lemons. We call it the lemon derby. Well, here's the thing. We learned in our uh, previous episode that Grossman grew up in the uh, highfalutin suburbs. So they weren't doing that kind of shit. You know, they were probably out handing lemonade to the police officers from a safe distance from the road. So 
Grossman has to. He he respects Ponch a lot. He's constantly trying to get in Ponch's pants or something, because he's just like, "All right, Ponch, I see. I I see it. I see it. I see it, Ponch." I'm gonna go shower up. No, no. What he, what he did was classic Lenny thing. He's like, "Oh yeah, and we used to put water balloons in Ice Street," and he's like, like blowing out with him over like Protus abuse. Wow. So we didn't even try to blow him off. He tried to. <laughs> he tried to get on his level. Yes. Of course he did. And Do you want to come over tomorrow? And then Ponch and- just like. The trap is set. He's mm. like, see, this kid did nothing wrong. Yeah, and, and of course, Flippy's there. He reads the room. He's a streetwise kid. He's just like, yes, yeah, sir. Maybe one is, of this is exactly he's what probably I was one do. of Ponch's illegitimate. He's kids. got he's got a nice like uh, rosemary beads or whatever they're called. You Go. know. Rosemary rosary beads, rosary beads, and he's just like fingering. You them, need to watch this satanic fumbling with them, and he's just like, yes, yeah, sir. That's all I was trying to do. So it's like. All right, you can go. Good. He actually said good. <laughs> and so uh, Bobby's like, look, Punch, I need to ride back to my RV. Apparently, what, Bobby what, lives in an RV by the what, river. What was that? <laughs> Bobby lives was, in an RV? It was Bobby's place, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess the rent's cheap and you live by the river in an RV. And he's like, Punch, uh, we're going to do that thing at the RV. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's do that. So <laughs> while they're about to do that... Well, they roll up on the fucking RV, and Poppy's like, that fucking Moloch, he's, once again, he's, he won't let it go. Moloch's such a douche. What yeah. an idiot. And he's like, hey, I used to know a fucking gypsy witch. I was, and when I went and bought potatoes, this is the dumbest. This is- he's like, what is 1923? He's like, one day, my mama <laughs> sent me out to get some bag of potatoes, and I looked, I looked cross-eyed at this witch. And she gave me an evil eye. And when I got home, every single one of those potatoes was black. And Bobby's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, don't fuck with supernatural shit, Bobby. And so as they're getting ready to open, I had no idea what was going on with this RV. But they start hearing a ruckus inside. And they look at each other. And they just, I mean, Ponch just hit him with a spooky story about witches. So he's, they're, they're a little proclaimed. And so they put that key in and slowly turn it, and they walk in, and they both pull out their guns, and they're just like, "Of course, they're cops." Is any is anybody here? Are you of color or white? <laughs> then Breonna Taylor's husband came out with a gun and they murdered him. <laughs> no, they uh, they hear a ruckus in the bathroom. Yeah, and so Bobby goes over to the bathroom and he's like, "I think it's a woman. I have a lot of women here. I'm a uh, kind of a big deal." So we. Aggressively that throws. Call my dog. Yes, exactly. Because his dog is hot, so they, he aggressively throws open the little sheet he, curtain he has covering the bathroom. He, you can't mask a lot of Vinny shits with a curtain, but he's living by himself, you know. So he throws open that cur- a bat. It's a bat. No, it wasn't. Was it, it a bat? It was a crow. Was it a bat? It was a crow. Was it a bat? No, it was a crow. Okay. And much like. Our highly underrated episode from last week, Crow. And uh, Ponch is like, I just went through the champion. Now Ponch is like Supernatural's nonsense because he's spooked now. Bobby's like, I believe everything you said. Well, no, like, Ponch is just like, that was that was just funny. You didn't, you forgot to close, you know, the little shoot. But my witch story is fucking real. Commercial break. Next, Not the renegade thing. Next day, Ponch and every guy in town's getting their end scene measured by the one female cop for some reason. 
And apparently, this is my this is what I, how I read it. They were going to have their own Halloween party without Harlan. 100%. Nope. Exactly how I read so it, too. they totally planned on having a party, just not inviting him. Yep. And the the female cop apparently had an in with a costumer. So she didn't get some fucking kick-ass costumes. Not, you know, not to credit us more, we've already done the Mermaid and Breakdown for one. You know, we did it for one scene. We could do a Mermaid and Breakdown for how shitty of friends these guys are. On these various party scenes. Hey. We could do a whole hour hey. and a half on this right here because you are 100% right. We watched it the same way. This is what they're doing. They're trying to avoid this party. Why they're doing it in the middle, it's just to fuck with Harlan even more. They don't like him that much. They want they want this guy picking up so many cherries with his bare butt cheeks, and then they're just— Chairs gonna, with his butt cheeks? Cherries, excuse okay. me. Cherries. <laughs> well, don't be a nerd. That's what don't I say. Don't be a nerd. First of all, I would not fuck with a guy who repairs my motorcycle. Yes. But while that's going on, this sex goddess just walks in the door. It's fucking Elvira, people. <laughs> and this is this had to be like when she was just hot on the scene because this is like early 80s. I think this is when she came out. You okay. Know? And it's, it's, this, is, this is, gets back to, I think we talked about this uh, episodes ago. About local TV because I yes. obviously never saw Elvira because she was LA's horror thing. She wasn't like the world's. Okay, but she obviously made it huge. But she knew she knew how to brand. Yeah, and so I always like as it was. It's funny because I heard of her, I'd seen her, but I'd never seen a show with her. I I think the first Acting time, some, yeah. first time I ever saw like her show was when she had it was like on Me TV about like, Me six TV. seven years ago. Okay. It was uh, her uh, movie Macabre or whatever, which was like a nationally syndicated show. That was the first time I'd ever seen Elvira do her fucking show. Okay. And it's, it's a little, little side note on that. Me and Mike were watching, just happened to be watching her show at the same time. The, that movie after her show, The Apple, which is where we saw The Apple. And we came into the comic shop and I was like, did you fucking see that movie that came on after Elvira? And he's like, yeah. Well, of course, Mike, being the no fun guy, he has turned it off after 10 minutes. Aww. I was like, I watched it and it was amazing. Yeah. And then you guys told me about it. And then I made a YouTube video. (laughs) I found that the other day. Me doing my first Golden Globus Theater content. Probably has as many downloads as any of our other YouTube clips. I think it has one. Yeah, I think that was me. And so we're like, holy shit, Elvira. So, and she's, she doesn't. Have the she doesn't have the dress on. She's wearing some real super tight black pants. Yeah, and got like I think like an Elvira T-shirt on. I mean, this is this is you got to clean it up. This is a P show, PG G. No, yeah, this is a family. This is on the family. It's a hour. family show. It's a family. Show. And fucking Trump punch. It's like ooga. They're all this like macking on her, uh, and she just shuts it down. I mean, uh, the Bobby's pants, it looks like he exploded a hot dog in a microwave in there because there's just there's something happening down there. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's good to meet you guys. Uh, is Harlan around?" And they're like, "Harlan? That 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 fucking dweeb? That that dweeb? That 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 dweeb?" And she's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, that's who I'm here for." And then Harlan just pops up. "Hey, Elvira." And she's like, "Harlan baby, how you doing?" Gives a motorboat some and shit. Dude, he because he is at her breast level. So he motorboats her. Then she is giggling, and she's, like, doing, like, a little foot kick well, thing. Well, you she's notice so she giggled, it. and then she just gave the iciest stare to Ponch. Yes. 
This is a, this is the game because she knows that Harlan has been fucking sacrificing his free time to plan this amazing elaborate party, right. and all of his quote friends are well, completely they're, boxing. Griff, they're him obviously out. a couple, so he tells her what's going on at work, and exactly. she's like, "Fuck these losers!" Yeah, you and know. so icy stairs, motorboating. And Elvira's like, hey, I got to peace out here real quick. Lay a fat one on me. <laughs> she grabs him, pulls, bends him over, gives him a passionate kiss. Oh, my God. And everybody's jaws are dropping. Like, even the ladies are like, I want to be Harlan right now. I want that right there. Right. And then she's like, see you, see you later, Harlan. See you, honey. Ugh. So after, while, that, while that's happening, Bobby's he comes to. He's like, have, 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 he's like oh, oh, by the way, uh, Ponch. We uh, did some forensics on that that message, that yeah. tape, that tape deck, Mox. There's no fucking. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did they get this <laughs> tape? The car exploded. <laughs> they ran in and grabbed it. I don't know. <laughs> I I just realized this as I was reading my notes. How did they get that tape? I don't know, but he said there was no Moloch must die on it. He's full of shit. This is another one of these pranks he's doing. Oh. Fuck Moloch. So you know what, Bobby, you know, or Ponch. Ponch's like, you know what, Bob? You're right. Let's go out to Moloch and confront him. Let's let's just smack him right in the face. Let's get some real. Let's Columba the shit out of him here. Let's head over there. So we cut to Moloch's place, and he's getting his makeup on. Yeah. And I'm noticing. I'm like, where have I seen this character before? Who? Yeah. Yeah, now that we've seen him dressed down, something's happening, Murray. It's channeling my inner youth. Hitler. (laughs) Fucking, you know, Rasputin. Marco. Charles Manson. Mouth. (laughs) When I think of evil, I think of Ralph Mouth. Yes, it's Donnie Moe's from Happy Days is Moloch. They couldn't have got a more unassuming person to be a devil rocker. And uh, Vincent, he's just like, God damn it. This this car story is going to be awesome. We're going to sell more records. We're not. They're going to have to make up. The, this thing gonna be, they're going to give a new metal. Zirconium, but zirconium is bullshit. It's worthless. But he's like, platinum isn't, isn't anything. Murray, I got it for you. It's the perfect thing. You will not get this reference at all, but Gundomian. I don't get that. It's the metal they build Gundams out of. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go one up you nerd wise. Unobtainium, which oh, is from Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> the Fuck one. No, you. I, when I heard that. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That, You're calling a precious metal unobtainium. I, I'm so bad in movies now, especially because modern movies are fucking. They're just kind of shitty. If I heard that, if I went and saw Avatar in the theater and heard that line... I didn't want to go. I would have got up and left. I wanted to. I didn't... didn't, I don't know. I'm I'm a good son because my mom wanted to see that. You really are. And so, yeah, it's it's fucking uh, Ralph Malf, and he's just like, no, I'm done. I almost fucking died. I am cutting the contract. It's done. I'm done. I'm not touring. Nothing. And then he's like, oh, then he just... Totally fucking uh, guilt trips, fucking Vincent. Mall. Yeah, Vincent's like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that means I'm out of, out of some money, you know, you know, the guy that discovered you, that, yeah, you know, you know, gave I was, you all these riches. I just happened to be traveling through uh, the, you know, the Milwaukee. depths of 
Milwaukee, and you know, I happen to. And I would never, and you know, if kid. if I wasn't looking for talent, you would never see me in Milwaukee. Yeah. You never see me in Erie, Pennsylvania, and you never see me in Milwaukee because you guys, are frank, quite frankly, are losers. Uh, I I kept hearing about this guy, the Fonz, and I was going to pick him yeah. up, but you convinced me that you actually had the devil in you. Well, Fonz refused to wear the makeup. Well, he Vincent wasn't going to disclose that. I mean, we know Fonz wasn't going to wear the makeup, but Ralph. Clearly, he's got nothing. He's working with nothing. So Moloch, he's just like, damn it. All right. I will do this one video for you, and then I'm out. I like this. I like this. So we cut over to Moloch. He's in full disguise. He's in his fucking red jumpsuit now. He's got his makeup. He's got his hair wig on. He's looking great. He's sitting in a pool. Doing a publicity By himself, doing... Doing a whole publicity thing. He's take. He's doing a Q and A with like the press. Interview is like five thousand. No yep. one's wearing a mask. Yep. And they're just they're, they're the one guy. You know, he's, he's like got one of those. I don't know. It's like a flo- I don't know the floating chair. I guess I don't know. What yeah, it's like a for. it's like a floating Adirondack chair. And he's just he's holding court. He's just people are yep. eating out of the palm of his hand. Too, he's like too many tough questions. Give me an easy one. So a reporter's like, Hey Malik, uh, what's your favorite milkshake? And he goes, Blood. Because he's playing that character of Moloch. Yeah. And while that's going on, Bobby and Ponch roll up. And then, out of nowhere, Moloch just starts... <coughs> it's not COVID, I swear. <coughs> and then he just falls off the chair, sinks like a rock. And you see this huge fucking puma blood shoot up. And you're like, holy shit, what is going on now? Because... Before devil talked to him, now suddenly the devil is choking. Well, him out. we're as the audience thinking this curse is real. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, the devil is going to take him. Yeah. Ponch immediately leaps in it. Bobby's like, mm, I, I ate like twenty minutes ago. I don't want to get cramps. Yeah. Ponch. Ponch. Oh, I feel so bad for Ponch here because you see that he's he's like, okay, this guy has been in there for who knows how long. I got to get in there. I can. O- I only have time to take off my helmet and my sunglasses. But he's got those. He, did you notice those boots he's wearing? Ponch has the white? greatest boots ever. Yeah, they're white ostrich, which is the <laughs> rarest ostrich. All right, and yeah. he has no time to take them off because they take fourteen minutes to take on and off. Right, I know. I have a pair. I thought. I, I thought so, which is why I was and confused I, I why you didn't shoe notice horn. them. I use a shoehorn, and it still takes that yeah. long. Yeah. Ponch can do it just by hand. It's a lot of massaging, though. So we can't get the boots off. So he has to jump in. Because Hot Dog's like, hey, I'm a hot dog. I float. I can't get down there. Ponch goes in, brings him back up. Brings him up. And then immediately, (laughs) and he has a bag of blood. (laughs) Was it Kool-Aid? I think he had a bag of Kool-Aid. You know, some people, it's like a little lick stick type action. Mm, Yummy. And Ponch is like, you motherfucker. I believed in you, Moloch. He's like, wait, 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 I didn't mean to do anything. Yeah, he didn't know the cops were going to come in and save him. So they go over, uh, you know, away from the press and everything to have a quick little sidebar. And Ponch is looking down. You're just, the camera is just going to his boots, back up to Ponch, who is furious. It's like, right. I thought you were an artist. He's like, you see what happened to my hair? You know how long it takes me to get my hair like this? Do you see the hair? Do you see the boots? Somewhere in between here, your ass is getting kicked. And like a scolded dog, Moloch's like, look. I just let me explain myself. Well, explain yourself right now. No, 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 no. We got we got to do it. That's some of our secret. Yeah. Meet me in Santa Monica at five o'clock. 
the city of Santa Monica. Meet me there. He just says Santa Monica. He doesn't say like a specific place. Well, hot dogs just like yeah, I know the place he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a couple girls there. I got a couple girls there, and it's like okay. We'll meet you there. <laughs> this was my, for my favorite the scene. Commercial break. Come out of the commercial break. <laughs> a child being carted out on a gurney. And the dramatic shot, they show his face. There's a mustache on this like, eight-year-old kid with a mustache. Oh my God. It's the middle of the day, but they're like, Halloween got this kid. What was this? Right. And they just load him away. And then we see Ponch and Bobby like, Shame what happened to that kid. Somebody just put some fucking shards of glass in his gummy bears. Yeah. Of course, which, of course, never happened in real life, but we were constantly bombarded with those stories as we were kids. Oh, my God. I, I have to imagine there's so many shows in the 70s and 80s that were like, this is what evil people do. <laughs> Satanists. I just remember, like... People would give, like, when I was little, they'd give us popcorn balls. We'd eat them, and nothing happened. Who would go to the trouble of, like, doing this shit? Like, nobody has the time for this I shit. I know. And they, it even became a thing, like, uh, you and know. And that's where it all, that's that's what where society broke down, Griff. That's when we stopped trusting each other, and we got into our little camps, and, like, you got to believe this, and I believe that. This is the Imagination Theater making its way into the public mainstream. I used to run around for miles on Halloween, and nowadays there's trunk and treating. You know, people Nobody even gather. gives out candy anymore. So I, it's like, I, I, I it's just I feel bad. Obvi- for obviously, I don't. I mean, we're we're here in my vault with my laser guards and everything, so we're not going to see kids come up try to get candy from me. But I go over to nice neighborhoods. There's not even that many kids. They do they do once around the block, and yeah, that's they it. Don't, I think three people on my block gave out candy last it's year. Awful. It's sad. And, and not so, only that, Griff. This Ponch, is where oh. Ponch apparently. P2P is just not making enough money. The biker gangs are stealing trick-or-treaters' bags. Hey, bikers have a sweet tooth, too, man. You know, they and want that P2P, and they want they want some Kit Kats. What would you steal? What would you steal? Probably Kit Kat. Kit Kat. It's good. It's a good treat. And uh, Ponch is like, oh, I, I just got... want to go on a Kit Kat rant here. Ponch goes, I guess somebody owes me oh. a favor. I don't want to take care of this because I don't want to do my job. So I'm, I got this young informant. You might have heard of him. He's called Flippy. <laughs> Sounds like an informant's name because he'll flip on people. Yeah. That's probably where he got it. And he's like, let me talk to that little fuck. <laughs> Moloch. Now he's out. He's he's Ralph Mouth. He's in drag now. He's in mouth drag. Yeah, we're in Santa Monica. We're in meeting Santa him Monica. at his studio. We met with Flippy. And, uh, of course, Ponch told Flippy, hey, little little hombre, remember how I helped you out earlier with Grossman? <laughs> and this, this is another thing that was funny. The, the kid's no more than 10 years old at he's most. Not. And he's just like, they won't, people, when I go trick-or-treating, people go, I'm too old. Yeah, it was hilarious because In I was. In his defense, most grown Mexican men are five feet tall. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, but, well, you don't, you don't interact with Mexican people. You wouldn't know. And so he's like, they think I'm like a day laborer. I don't know what the fuck. They go, here's a rake. I'm like, I'm a trick-or-treater. I'm a human being. <laughs> but but I just like, I need you to go around with some kids and check out the candy, which this comes up later. And well, is, you just saw a kid get carted off. It is Glass my jars and gummies, Griff. 100% favorite scene of this episode is Flippy <laughs> investigating candy. We'll get to it later. But oh my God, that moment. So Flippy, he's like, you're right. I owe you one. 
I'll do this for you, Ponch. They come in. They do like an elaborate handshake. They they even have like a little side hip, you yeah, know, well, kind of bump. It was the bump. 70s. You would do that. It was cool. I liked it, bump. you know. So they're at, the, they're at uh, Moloch Studio. Santa Monica. Santa Monica Moloch Studio. And Moloch's like, look, I know when a, a tape's been doctored because they accuse me of doing it all the time. You ever heard of a thing called back? This is where we get like the educational side of the episode. A thing called backward masking. Yeah. And like, no, I haven't. Could you please elaborate? He's like, yeah, what we do, what they, we allegedly do is we put messages in backwards. But you want to hear what that sounds like for real? Here, I'll play you this. God, come on, guys. I'll I, I, oh, play this. Beautiful, elaborate sound system and have everything. Have you heard the song Devil Take Me? It's the only song I have. I'm yeah. going to play it for you. <laughs> of course. And here's, it, and here's it backwards. And they play it. It's like, see? Nothing. Then it was then all of Moloch will die. Moloch will die. And now Bobby's a true believer, finally. Yeah, Bobby's believing it. You see that hot dog frustrating around in his pantaloons. Ponch is just like, shit, that fucking witch is doing some evil shit again. He looks down. He's got a potato in his hand. It's turned to black. (laughs) He brought a potato with him. It's it's hammering home the fact that evil is in the air. He likes the carbs. He's got to have those carbs. Ralph's just pissing his pants. Yep. He's just like, holy shit. Yeah, he thought he thought maybe he, he was starting to believe that maybe he was hallucinating. But. So they have the evidence right here in the boombox. And the captain's like, I'm not hearing it. No, sorry. They're like, but, but he just says here Moloch will die. And the, Does it really say that? It sounds ca- like Moloch is awesome to me. Yeah, it sounds like he. Well, it sounds like he's saying Moloch is awesome. But also, guys, this is a publicity stunt. This is a false flag. Clearly, the Democrats were hiding. The Antifa were hiding this. They're the ones smashing up buildings. like, look, it's Halloween, the most dangerous day in L.A. County. Hit the streets. Walk. Walk. So then we got our, our, our favorite officer, you know, well, honoree officer. Ah, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And they're like, hey, you're a nerd, aren't you, Grossy? What kind? Of, what? For, what a perfect name for this guy, gross, gross man. Because yeah. he is a gross man. And they're like, "Well, yeah, man, I got a great sound system. You want to come over and hear it sometime?" No, no, no. We no. don't go in your house anymore. No, After we don't want to hear time, shit. No. But can you find out what's going on with this tape? Yeah, I I just love playing with tapes. I got a reel to reel, and then I got the second reel to reel. I can do layering. I can. He do- starts going on inside baseball on it. And they're like, nerd, shut <laughs> the fuck up. They're trying to eat their sandwiches. He Grossman is leaning in. He is not trying to take their sandwich as they're trying. Ponch is trying to take a bite of his sandwich. I'm, I'm, I'm not shitting you here. He's trying to take a he, bite of his sandwich. You want to point out a sandwich he bought in a vending machine? A vending machine. <laughs> Murray, was that a thing? Did yes. you guys always buy sandwiches out of vending machines? That, that was a thing. So I didn't, but that's a thing. Punch trying to take a bite of a sandwich. Grossman leads into Lady and the Tramp, the back of the triangle <laughs> of the sandwich there. He is trying to it's get. Like, is that from Vinny's? It smells oh, like nachos. Well, it can't be from Vinny's because it came out of vending machine. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't know. He's a, he's a man child. He's well, a yeah. He just smells the salty cured meats, and he <laughs> wants it. And he's going he's gonna to slurp it out, Lady and the Tramp style. He's going to slurp out the turkey and the ham and the salam. He's got to get it all out because he's got, he's got that kind of function. And they're like, look, we don't need the deets. We just need to know what's going on with this tape. Make it happen. 
So they get up. I, we don't need to know how the sausage is made. Just give us some of that sweet, sweet sausage. They and get of up. Of course, that works for Grossman because he's gross and he likes sausage. <laughs> so they get up to leave. And of course, Grossman has a one track brain. That's fun because that's a like track, you know, uh, album. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Hammer that home. And he's just like, hey, hey, hey you guys forgot your sandwich. He's already eating them. He's already the eating entire them. like sandwich with one bite. And a bag of Cheetos. Well, that's, well, that's going on. They're going out to the garage. We see Harlan and Elvira. Harlan's loading up Elvira's car. She's loading up Harlan's butt with some, you know, toys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're waiting for late. It's not on company time. Not on company. And like the true douches that Bobby and Poncho are in, like, oh, Elvira's going to be at that shitty party. I mean, that great party you're going to have? We're in. And they're just slobbering over Elvira. They're like hanging because she's in the car. And yeah. They're like, and they're hanging over on the window. You're going to be there, Elvira? You're well, going to be there? Now that Elvira has heard that they're going to be at the party, she starts flirting a bit with Pond. She wants Well, I think what it was is maybe her and Harlan had a little argument, and she's trying to make Harlan jealous. It could have been that. Maybe she's into getting, you know, maybe she, we were talking about swingers earlier. Maybe she's into that lifestyle. Well, you just, you just said she likes putting things inside Harlan, so maybe. Viral looks like a freak. You think Harlan would be into something like that? I don't know Harlan well enough to know that. He's an engineer. He probably likes all kinds of engineering. He's a fucking mechanic. How is he an engineer now? Mechanics aren't engineers? No. Okay. They're not. Are they designing shit or are they fixing it? I guess I don't know. You would think because he's wearing a lab coat, all of a sudden he's smart. Murray, you're 100% correct. He's just a dumb grease monkey for all we know. It's because he has the curly hair and he always wears a pure white lab coat. Right. He's just a dumb grease monkey. Wow. I've learned some things today. So, no, we cut to your favorite scene right now. Do you want to lay it out? Oh, my God. Here we go, guys. We're going straight to that fucking four in the afternoon trick-or-treating, as all kids do it. It's got to be safe. Did you ever go trick-or-treating before it got no, dim? Like, this this kind of light is maybe... No, in uh, Pontiac, we only had an hour. You only had an hour? Yeah, Curfew? It's just an hour. That's when people would stop. Really? Yeah. Shit. Okay, Yeah, you no. had to bust your ass to get candy. When I, I, I would be out there for, like, two and a half hours, yeah. but... um. So we got these kids out there. What, what, uh, the point I was trying to get at, what time did you start at? Were you starting when it was like it was, this light out? Well, no, it was at dusk. It's, it would be, uh, well, about, what was it, about 10, well, 15 years ago, they changed daylight savings. It used to be after Halloween or something. Is, it, is, it, is daylight savings It's still after again? Halloween. Is it? Yeah. We haven't changed our clocks and Then yet. it was before. Because okay. it would get dark. Because it doesn't get dark when we used to go when I was a kid. It used to be like 6 o'clock. And it doesn't and, get dark at 6. And you would have sunlight. Yes. Okay. That's so, but so when we did daily savings, it would get dark at 6 o'clock. Because, yeah, you're right. It's a week. It, was, it used to be a week earlier than it is now. Okay. All I know is like this is. So the, it would be the whatever the last Saturday of October. Now it's like the first Saturday of November. Yeah. Like I'm this, sure people are riveted by this discussion. 100%. So but, we go to these kids. It's 4 o'clock. The sunlight is blaring on them, by the way. No, but they don't have John DeHart to do the night lighting. Yeah, they had to put sunscreen on because it's so fucking bright out. But they're they're going out, and Flippy, he's got a whole crew. He's got, like, five kids with him. Punching his fist. First of all, same age as all the kids that are. Yes, he is the same age, same height, same weight. Everything is similar. We got a Hamburglar. We got a witch. uh, We got a mummy, classic mummy. Uh, we had one little kid who was Buck Rogers. I liked that. We got a Vorvon. Vorvon. I loved it. We got uh, 
Paul Williams from Family Paradise. Of course we did. And I love the Paul Lynn guy. He was just like, I want some candy. And then we had like five crows. Five crows. Interesting. I forgot to mention on a crow episode that <laughs> that I think it was the year that I, I got r- ripped off by that uh, great Halloween. Yeah. That, that Bewitch costume. Which came up did. in our uh, Taffy under yeah, uh, the, Paul Lynn Halloween, Halloween special. special. Go check it out. Holly. For the, all the deets. Yep. Um, I remember it must have been that same year Crow came out because I remember I'm not kidding. There was at least 20 fucking crows at this Halloween. Party. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. And it was lame. So they trick or treat, and this lady comes out. She's got prepared lunch bags, brown lunch bags. That's with- the way they did it back then. People cared about kids back then. I love it. Full of, of course. Shit. It's all. It was all religious bullshit. In it. Probably the little Jack Chick like comic books. But before, do you ever get one of those? Well, yes, I've gotten plenty of them. I, Murray. <laughs> but oh, for Halloween, did you ever get you one? You just sidetracked this so hard. <laughs> but for Halloween, did you get one? Yes. And I need to tell you another story now. <laughs> because when I, I used to work on the road, I used to do the in-home theater stuff. And one of my customers, as a tip, gave me a full-on Bible. And That sounds nice. Yeah. And he was very nice. So I was just like, oh, cool. Thank you. And he tried preaching a little bit. It's like, sir. We got to get to our next job. You said, sir, do I look like Reno Reigns? Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. That... Sir, he, let he without sin cast the first stone. And then you just drop the book, the Bible. I just, I don't get that as a tip at all. It's even worse when it's like because of Americans tipping model oh, and restaurants. Saving your soul? Yeah, that's not, that's worthless. Thank you, Murray. But, you know what? Let's leave that. Let's leave that. Let's that go back to, to these Jack kids. Chick? Uh, I thought you were talking about Jack Chick, and all of a sudden became someone gave me a Bible. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. So these Jack kids, Chick. Flip, what the fuck is Jack Chick? Stop saying Jack Chick. What is Jack? That's Chick? the fuck what they're called. Oh, that's what they're that's called. The guy who did them. I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to have a collection of them in my van because people just well, love the, giving them to the me. That's the point we were getting to. You went off on another a tangent of a tangent, and then I'm like, well, what does this have to do with the fuck what we were talking about? We love religion. Edit this out. No. So, <laughs> so the kid, Flippy sees this old white woman who lives in a, 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 a troubled neighborhood. <laughs> she lives know. in a shoe. We don't know if it's a troubled neighborhood. Why? Because there's a lot of ethnic kids in trick or treating. That's how Trump would describe it. And so he's like. Hold on, lady, because all the kids are trying to grab the bags. He slaps all their hands, looks in the bag. No, no what it was was. Tell us what it was, was. lady was going to hand it out. And then he goes, let me see those. And just yanks it out of her hand. Okay. And then he's like, opens it up. This looks good. Yeah. All right. And then he doled it out to the little kids. I love it. Flippy. And, little and then, flippy. Somehow that impressed the old lady. She's you're a nice young man. She was terror scared for her life. She's like, oh, my God, I heard you're rapist. Are you M15? Where the, what's that fucking gang? 13. It's M13. You're very close. Two times stronger, <laughs> Murray went for. Much bigger, much M15 stronger. M15 is the gun I carry when I vote. Of course. And it was M16. This is even better because as they walk away, we we don't see mouse moves, which is a common thing in chips. They have a lot of uh, voiceover work where you don't see people talking and you see the characters who are supposed to be talking. So these kids are supposed to be talking amongst themselves. And it's very... Did you notice this? It's very clearly adults pretending no, there to be was, children. There was a lot of bad like post-voiceover shit yeah. like, in this... So they're just talking like it's a dog. 
Hey, I got all this sweet candy. There was an apple and there was a peanut and a popcorn ball and a Jack Kind book. What was his name? Jack Chick. Jack Chick book. I'm a, my soul is now saved. And while they're engrossed in that Jack Chick book, this little punk kid. Two. Goes, fucking Halloween candy. Yanks the fucking kids. Were you not expecting the motorcycle gang? I was. That supposedly was steals from kids and well, puts glass it, well, in the Technically, candy? this is a bike gang. They're on bikes. That's true. And Flippy goes into action. He just fucking clotheslines the other kid. Yeah, clotheslines one of them, takes him out, sees the other kid rode off. Stomps on him. Yeah. And then grabs his bike and gives chase. I like that he did a burnout on the kid's mouth. Like, he set up the back tire in the kid's mouth. And he's like, hey, guys, hold up the front tire. Don't steal candy from a baby. All right? That's right. That's right. Flippy. Flippy is a fucking enforcer. Flippy. Flips out. Flippy flips the fuck. Now we know why he's called Flippy because he'll lose his shit. And you fuck so with him. we don't get a car chase in this uh, episode. We get a bike chase. <laughs> it's about as interesting as an average car chase. Well, that's going on. Punch and Bobby just happen to be in the neighborhood. They're yep. at an intersection. Maybe they had to come talk to Flippy. I, apparently, we're in Santa Monica, and they're just like, "Hey, that Moloch, yada yada yada." Hey, is that Flippy? Yeah, and they see Flippy fucking chasing after this shithead little candy stealer <laughs> and as, as luck would have it or as bad luck would have it there's happens to be an oil tanker it happens to be yeah they somehow ride from a neighborhood a deep deep neighborhood great for trick-or-treating <laughs> to a highway <laughs> where a trucker has left his oil behind right. and flippy uh he's apparently not as good with turns yet because he is only 10 maybe he doesn't have a bike of his own it's not his bike so uh, our teen, our, our, our rude bully teen, turns a, a left, almost gets hit by four different cars, who then crash into this gas tanker. Flippy can't make the turn, bails. <laughs> Slides underneath it. Hits like. Gets pinned. Yeah, he like hits the rail and he gets kind of conked out. And then he gets pinned under his bike that gets pinned under a tire. And it's just gas everywhere. It's just like a Rube Goldberg of death. Because while that's going on, I guess someone was looking at this. Not paying attention. Car accident. Car goes flying, flips in the air, lands on its top. Of course, you know, if a car lands on its top, it's going to burst into flames. That's the most uh, weak That's the weak point of a car. As soon as it flips over, it explodes. Mm, it could have been a Pinto. It could have been. So there's, okay, we got we got gas leaking from the oil tanker. We have an inflamed yeah. car, and we have Flippy pinned underneath. And we have that. We have the tense music going, and we see a little gas flame. It's just slowly crawling. It's a wick to dynamite is what it is. Yeah. And so we know, like, Bo- or Flippy has this much time. But don't worry. Black and white arrived. Well, right. So in the car that crashed, there happens to be a hot chick. So you know who Bobby's going to go save. Yeah. His hot dog is barking. So he's like, yeah, you take care of that kid, Ponch. Ponch, he's not sure this might be one of his illegitimate kids, so he's like, I feel like I'd have to rescue this kid. So he pulls, it's right, it's like the tension in grip. People could learn how to film. We're seeing cutting to Bobby feeling up the woman. Oh, sorry, grabbing her boob, he's pulling her out. I just got to check your pulse, ma'am. Cut to that flame that's just slowly going like a wick. Cut to fucking the close-up of a guy, a hand going in some candy corn. And then cut, (laughs) and then it's just, Tension upon tension. Flippy's pinned. The candy corn cut is the one that put me over. I choked on my popcorn while I was watching this beautiful episode. And they 
finally, the nick of time, Ponch grabs uh, Flippy, gets him loose, and it just bursts into flames. Oh, of course it does. And, of course, all of the little trick-or-treating friends come running up the highway because apparently they didn't go all that far because the friends are on foot. And they're just like, yay, yay, yay. I thought they were cheering that their friend was saved. No, they were like, this fire is fucking great. That I explosion. They were cheering you guys candy. Did they get the candy back? He didn't even get the candy back, did he? Oh, he did because I think the kid dropped it. I, I thought it burst up in the fire. Oh, well, you know, still Either candy. Way. Maybe it, had, it was made from the same shit that cassette tape was made from. So after all of that, the boys need to cool down with a nice a cold lunch out of the vending machine. <laughs> back to the office. And, uh, of course, Grossman is there, and he's just like, guys, before you dig into your delicious Vinny sandwiches, can I have a couple of bites there? I got some tech talk I want to lay on you. Oh, my God, those fucking quesaritos. Got to get me some of those. I don't know. He's just like modulation this, vibration that. I don't know what the fuck Grossman's talking about, and neither do the boys because they're like, get to the fucking point. He's like, well, the point is. That if you play this at 66.6 megahertz, you know what I'm, did you, did you hear what I just said? 66.6. There's a beautiful shot of Punch and Hot Dog who are just trying to enjoy their sandwiches, looking at each other's, and they're like, is that how much we paid for our sandwiches? Like, what is this guy even it's talking about? It's the devil's about? number, bros. First of all, don't call me bro. Second of all, what does that have to do? Listen! Puts it in the boomboxes everywhere. It's always where they need it. Yes. Puts it in, and then you just hear, Moloch will die with his fiery breath. And again, Grossman, while they're entranced by this, like, clearly haunted tape, he's taking a little nibble out of Ponch's uh, Vinny sandwich. That gross, man. And they're like, holy shit, isn't that... That's that's what the fiery breath. That's what that's a Moloch does it, and he's gonna he's gonna be doing that video right now. Oh we gotta get over there. It's gotta be Vincent. Holy shit! Commercial break. <laughs> that's well, how you commercial well, break. First, we see Grossman grab all the sandwiches and yes. then scurry away into a corner. Yes, there is a. I didn't even realize it. There is multiple Grossman eating their leftover scenes. He's a pig. He's a little rat man. So we come out of the commercial break, and we got Moloch, and he's over at the studio. Vincent's there. He's he's always fucking rhyming those hands. Rhyming those hands. What is the what's the verb of this? Wringing your hands. Wringing his hands, and he's twirling the mustache he doesn't have. He's doing all the. He's got a top he, hat. A and graph. A it's called cap. acting. It's called great acting. It's acting. That's what it is. You know, AEW should adopt. Uh, their heels should get a, a big old top hat and a monocle graph. because they're graph. bad at evil. Graph. You're going into wrestling talk. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Moloch, he's preparing. This is his final his final go around as Moloch. He's gonna do this one video and then he's retired. Yep. And he's gonna he's the show must go on, so he's like, I'm gonna do my famous fireball spit. Yep. And he he's got an eyedropper. This is where I wish we had Taffy on because she revealed to us she was a fire eater. She could probably have yes. given us an expert. Oh advice my god, on Taffy, this. please reach out. Let us know what's <laughs> going on with this fire scene here. Please. Because he's like this little eyedropper of shit that and he has to app- put in. And apparently that's the additive that makes the fire, you know? That's the combustible I thought, I fluid. didn't think you... I thought it was just 
like fucking Straight. vodka you could just fucking do you know you wouldn't need like this a concoction this isn't the alcohol from vamp here man <laughs> so <laughs> so he puts it, he's putting in one eye drop and then he starts going in for the second and vincent comes over gives him a big hug from behind grabs a little tush there he's like molek baby don't worry about it don't oh don't kill yourself over don't right. kill yourself so we're thinking it can't be Vincent then. Yeah. It's it's he cares about this guy. Yeah, it's the whole uh, bait and switch with Renegade and uh, Drake last week. I thought, or uh, a couple weeks ago now. So he's like Vincent, baby. Your audience awaits. So he goes up on stage, and then he you like, say his onions await. Your audience awaits. Oh, on, audience. Onions make you fart. And then he does the great like he like looks left, looks right, left right, left right one more time, <laughs> and then he just goes. Pours the entire thing into Moloch's urn. Oh shit! And a little little bit of smoke comes out of it. Just to let you know and how dangerous it is. He, he, and then he goes into the studio, of the booth, and they start doing it. And he's just it's devil taking him all the way. And we just see cut to Vincent sweating like a possessed David Hasselhoff. Oh yeah, he's in the sound he's booth with dripping. the engineer and everything. He yeah, sweat everywhere. Guys, like, can you stop sweating on my controls here? Well, that's happening. The boys roll up, and they're like, sorry, this is a closed set. You can't be on this. And they're like, let's try the back door. And they're banging on it. We see the camera, and they're like, hey, do you know any pigs? And, and Vince is like, oh, I'm not expecting anybody. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and let them in. No! Can't let them in. This is a closed set. So, of course, Bobby's like, don't worry about it. I got it. I'm going to kick this door in. Oh my ankle! And he falls down and punches like, "Let me show you how it's done." Boom! One kick, the door flies off its fucking hinges, and he just goes, "Live and learn, hot dog," and just strolls in. So Ponch, he's running in. uh, This whole scene's in slow mo because as we uh, Moloch, this scene prior to this, he was starting to pull up that jug, and he was just. Kissing the lip of it. They, I think there were at least 32 cuts in the scene. Because he would go, Moloch, Ponch, yes. Moloch, Ponch, Moloch. It was amazing. 100%. 100%. And he, of course, Ponch gets there in time. He grabs the bottle. He chucks it at a wall. <laughs> Who knows behind the wall? And it just so happens that this was C4 plastic explosive that he was using for fireballs. Taffy, again, confirm. Do you use C4 <laughs> for fireballs? Because that's what they use in this. It, yeah, just blows up and then in perfect scooby-doo fashion vincent this confesses to everything yeah he's in it he's not there's nothing you can get him on no not a thing no evidence not a thing you might be able to say like fingerprints on the fucking fireball juice bottle but at the same time it's like yeah i touched it i'm building this set he's like I could have like, done it if it weren't for your darn kids. Like, Moloch, I did everything. I just I figured if you weren't gonna be working for me anymore, your death would be even would sell even more records. It's all about the money. All about the Benjamins. We've already done this scene. We've done the Apple, we've done Phantom of the Paradise. Record companies are evil. Murray, I pointed out last week too. The Atlantic heard our episode of Phantom of the Paradise, and they wrote a whole fucking article about it. No credit to Golden Globes Theater. You're welcome, yeah, I mean, The Atlantic. I mean, I'm used to it, so it's just another Or not day. The Atlantic, Pitchfork. It's another day above ground for me. Yeah, not Atlantic, Pitchfork did it. So we need our little wrap-up uh, segment. 
It's at the party. Elvira's DJ. I didn't know when she DJed. Murray, something was off about Elvira here because I'm used to see when I see Elvira, I'm seeing like cleavage for days. It's all about the titties with Elvira. But remember, Griff, this is a family show. It's a wholesome show. So they had because we know Elvira. You know she's got the deep V cuts, like something fucking John Claude would wear in fucking Bloodsport or Jim Dandy. And so we're waiting. That's what I was waiting to see because she wears. She, before now, she's just wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. No, this is a family hour show. So they did a little like cover of her, like like it was like flesh color for her, which is white, and and it just covered all of her cleavage, and there's a little spider on it. So we got this raging party. Very is it raging? Music. It's the most no. tepid. It, it is. It's, it's so like boring. elevator music she's playing. It is, and she's got like the she's like she's scratching. even bored by her own DJing. She was like, <laughs> she was. Right. She's got the microphone up to her, the the headphone up to her ear, and she's scratching a record. But it's just like <laughs> da 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 da. And we got people bobbing for Apple, dancing, Grossing, just being gross. Just, Gorging on yeah, apples. Yeah, he was a pumpkin to hide yeah. the fat. You know, I get it. Yeah, and the black guy was the Lone Ranger. And then yep. who rolls in? Oh, it was fashionably late. Yep. Ponch and Bobby. Bobby looks like a Three Musketeer. Uh, Ponch is uh, I think, I Dracula. Thought, was vampire. he or was he just wearing some Dolomite designs? He might have just been wearing Dolomite he design, had yeah. He had the, the pop collar to pop all collars. He did. He really did. And he just rolls in, and Alvira's like, notices that. She's like, hmm. I like what I see. Moloch, he's Ralph now. Yeah. And, and I, I think it was one of the other police uh, officers who came up. It's the like, female cop. Who's this? Why did you who's bring this, this guy? Loser? And why is Harlan, he... is this your friend? Wh- I said no friends, Harlan. And why is he not wearing a costume? And he's like, I came with someone I've been dreaming about forever. Myself, Ralph Mouth. <laughs> And just to break that, because that's a beautiful moment. How do you break that beautiful moment? Elvira locks eyes with Paunch. Can I have this thing? She's like, you owe me that, that tango. And then they do a little bit of the tango. Bobby tries to fucking intervene. Paunch just shuts him the fuck down. He just face palms him. And then he does a nice, like, dip on yep. Elvira. Tits fall out of her dress. We get Slap what we came for. <laughs> <laughs> and then we freeze frame. Okay. So, happy uh, Devil's Night, y'all. We gave you the evilest thing we could think of. Yeah. Yeah. An hour and plus minutes. Let's <laughs> try to remember a Chips episode. Oh. That's it. That's it. Schlocktober is officially over. It is. Super secret, tippy-tap, 18, At the stroke of done. midnight, it is officially over. Yep, and uh, this episode is officially over, so fuck off. Wow. <laughs>